the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. It's Monday, December 20th. I am your host, Ron Cabuno, and no, your podcast feed is not broken. Your Facebook feed is not broken. I have essentially been away since last Monday, except for an interview I did with Louis B. Free last Wednesday. All because of a little thing I like to call RSV. I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, but respiratory syncytial virus, as it is professionally known, is a beast. Much more than the common cold, at least in this house, I have been coughing and my throat has just absolutely been in knots. I had sinus pressure that I didn't even know existed to man for days on end and basically just slept my way through much of the last week. So, I don't know, did I miss anything? Well, I missed you guys. I wish I could have talked to you about, you know, the insurrectionist local representative Bill Johnson making an appearance at the Youngstown Rotary Club. The Youngstown School Board having a beef with the Academic Distress Commission and being cut off from communication with them. Not good. And of course, the Ohio Senate following the Ohio House okays permitless carry in our state. So you asked for the Wild West, you got it. I'd love to know how to square the circle in regards to all the gun nuts out there who want absolutely no regulations on when and how you're allowed to carry a firearm with the police who they supposedly support saying this is a horrible idea because we actually need to know and regulate who has these firearms for, you know, common sense reasons. I digress. Also, Bernie Moreno, the candidate looking to fill the seat that is going to be vacated by Rob Portman, backtracks on admitting that Biden won the election. And I know that we've had... Um, the Channel 21 podcast interview every Senate hopeful that has come through town. I just don't recall them ever asking the simple question if they could admit that Joe Biden fairly won the election. Because that seems to be, obviously, the big lie that everyone's in on if you want to be on the good graces of Trump and company. But I digress. You know, all this, like, truth-telling and living in reality is supposedly a big liberal plot. Turns out we're not allowed to ask these very simple questions to people who are knowingly falsifying the, tr you know, the truth, essentially living in the big lie for enrichment purposes, and, you know, talking sense is not allowed anymore. So I'll have to look back with a fine-tooth comb on those interviews and see if that ever got brought up. Like I said, it is the 20th of December, which is actually the anniversary of South Carolina being the first state to secede from the Union. Congratulations on being the first loser. In Equal Loser News, one of the rioters from January 6th got the longest sentence to date, five years, for throwing a fire extinguisher at a police officer. You know we've talked extensively about this whole thing, and that whatever happened on January 6th was essentially just a bunch of minions running around while the puppeteers at the top were trying to do the dirtiest tricks, so... Good for them for cracking down on the people who were fomenting the violence, but the actual people who were orchestrating it have yet to be held to account, mainly because they've been obstructing the official business of the committee. All right, we're going to leave it there for today on that stuff. Upcoming this week, I've got a really cool interview with a longtime Valley resident 
now living in the Cleveland area, who is of Ukrainian descent. He actually lived over in Ukraine for quite some time and has a wife who was born in Ukraine. So I would like to talk to them essentially about how people feel over there regarding Ukraine vis-a-vis Russia and all that entails. So that should be a really great interview and that should be coming out on Thursday. I am going to be doing a round two of the Louis B. Free Show and that's going to be happening tomorrow. So if you can, check it out. I think it'll be at the 10 o'clock hour and we'll have plenty to talk about. And actually, it's going to be a Christianity-based discussion for as much of it as I can muster. As much as my atheistic slash agnostic soulless life form can cobble together but essentially what i'd like to talk about is how christian are today's christians because i said it before and i'll say it again the bumper sticker on my car says jesus was a liberal and if you don't believe me well you're doubting thomas that was a man for the people speaking of louis louis ck has a new comedy special out I didn't have a chance to watch it yet, but he gave me the update because I'm on the old mailing list. He's somebody who was canceled for quite a while during Me Too, and um, I guess rightfully so because he did some pretty nasty stuff, but hopefully uh, everyone or everyone who wanted to was able to forgive him. I know I was quick to just because I love his comedy so much, but I think he's paid the price both in dollars and in uh, reputation. So I am looking forward to listening and and seeing that. I was too busy sitting on the couch, blowing my nose, and watching Succession. A really, really great show. If you haven't seen it, you know, it's essentially about Fox News, or a company very much like it, with um, the big man Brian Cox playing the part of Roger Ailes and all his little hanger-on offspring wondering when they're going to take over the throne. But in this last season, they've brought in essentially a Elon Musk character that they're trying, well, Elon Musk slash Jack Dorsey tech guru character that they're trying to court and merge with, as well as a Trump-ish fascistic character that they are deciding whether or not to prop up to be the next president of the United States because they have the power to do so as a media entity. Really, really amazing show. And um, it's not just watching uh, how the rich and famous live their lives. It's about seeing how the rich and famous are able to shape the public narrative on so many things. Speaking of, I think, I'm not sure about this, but I think I saw that Donald Trump said that it's a good idea to get vaccines because... He, you know, is taking credit for it. It's it's his doing. And I was amazed. I mean, in the same breath, he also said that it's your choice and he's totally against mandates, but that if you are denying the efficacy of vaccines, you are letting the Democrats win or something like that. So I remember when he said, go out and get your shot like last year, year or two ago, and um, he basically got booed. For the first time and that I can remember by his own people because they essentially were living the lies that he was feeding to them for the months prior. It's just really head spinning to hear that kind of stuff, but I'm sure he's got an angle on it and just wants to take credit for essentially 
putting all his eggs in that basket and poo-pooing any kind of mitigation measures in the meantime until the vaccines were out. So we'd like to come away with that one win from um, the ashes of the over like 800,000 people who have died because of our mismanagement. And on a very similar note, the outgoing National Institute of Health director implored Fox News viewers to stay focused on the real enemy. And what he meant by that was holding up a model molecule of the coronavirus and saying that your fellow countrymen are not the enemy. Don't listen to the misinformation. This is the actual culprit here. It's the virus and it's real. Quote, I get so upset because people point to anecdotes of somebody who got sick even though they had been vaccinated and say, there, you see, it doesn't work. Of course, he said this on The Brett Bear Show, one of the only halfway decent people left on the channel, and he followed up by saying, that is way too simplistic, which is an understatement. He follows by saying, how did we get all of this so mixed up with social media, misinformation, and political insertion into the discussion? This is the thing for me on my last day at NIH Director that I find particularly frustrating. Well, good for you, because you should. This is absolutely ridiculous, and it's going to be a stain on our history. Again, quoted as saying, We in this country have somehow gotten all fractured into a hyperpolarized, politicized view that ne never should have been mixed with public health. It's been ruinous, and history will judge harshly those people who have continued to defocus the effort and focus on conspiracies and things that are demonstrably false. This is big science. These are the learned people that the people on your YouTube channel or your Facebook feed are telling you are full of BS because, well, there's that one guy over there who says differently. So confirmation bias is much, much more important than a litany of professionals telling you the contrary. And so as we approach this season of get-togethers and seeing the loved ones that we might not have seen all year long, we are approaching yet another possible peak with the brand new Omicron variant. So I just implore everybody to go and be as safe as possible. One of my absolute favorite bands of all time, LCD Sounds to sound system did an amazing thing just last week they put a poll out to their fans saying we'd like to know if we should play these shows they have three shows coming up and they looked and they saw that most of the people who had bought tickets were from out of town and they wrote that hey we understand you guys have wanted to see us and you're going to be traveling far and away and it's probably too late to cancel all your plans that you have however we want you to know that coming is going to be a risk. There is going to be a risk involved in attending this large group show. And not only that, there's going to be a risk for us as well. So they said, we're willing to bite the bullet and actually come perform for you guys, but we want to make sure that you all want to be there. So they took a poll and they said, listen, if you don't want to go and most of the people still want to go and we have to perform the shows, you guys are going to be first in line for the next shows. You're going to have complete refunds and you're going to be put to the top of the list. Well, it turns out that most people that wanted to attend their shows also knew better than to do so. So they canceled all three shows. They're going to reschedule them, you know, once the, the coast is clear or they're able to do it outdoors or whatever. And I think it was one of the coolest and classiest moves that I'd he I've heard in terms of entertainment, you know, in, throughout the entire pandemic. So hats off to them, James Murphy and the gang.
On a similar cancellation note, today the Brownies are going to be playing a postponed game um, at 5 p.m. here, which you're probably going to uh, know the final of before even hearing this podcast, which is totally okay. I hope they do well, but I think it was really important that they uh, were allowed to at least get a couple more days in so they can get some negative tests for all the people that they had out. There were memes going around that basically said, hey, any fans who have a Browns jersey, please report possibly being ready to jump into action for the game because they were that short on people. However, there are new protocols that apparently just went into effect this weekend that changed the timeline if you are vaccinated to how quickly you were able to resume play. Actually, under 24 hours, depending on, I guess, viral load and all this other really technical stuff. So it's good to know that there's not broad brush thinking in terms of positive versus negative because there are so many people being affected and having breakthrough transmissions with the Omicron variant. It's a completely new variant with all different kind of twists. Obviously, as we've said all along, the science is still out. So that means that our thinking and approach has to evolve with what we understand to be the case today. With that, I think we've probably done enough for the first day back. I'm going to have to go get myself a lozenge and a Theraflu just to um, recoup from the 10 or so minutes I've spent with you. And uh, go Brownies. We'll talk to you again on the next episode of the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. Mm -hmm.